1: Sorry, Shomu's Armoury?
0: It's over by the Narrows. It's this huge building set beneath the anvil, kind of descending down. They used it in the War of Empires, something like that.
2: This is true. We picked up on some of that when we were coming in.
0: And it's been the heart of Corsair operations the whole time. It makes sense. It's really defensible. And they don't have to build a new building if the old one's already there.
3: So how does one get in?
0: She flaps her hands for a couple seconds and then shrugs and is like, uh i've only ever gone in through the reception but i can tell you some of what you can expect that would be helpful she goes over to the floor in front of her sofa she kneels and she pulls out a roll of paper from underneath the sofa and rolls it out across the floor and then she grabs a pen from the kitchen from one of the drawers and kneels again and starts to kind of wildly draw across it and she's like I'm so sorry for this kind of backwards archaic way of doing this I obviously you can imagine they're very tight on blueprints to their base mm. so I'm afraid it's going to have to just be a big ungainly sheet of organic plant matter
4: shame there's no pdfs
0: shame there's no pdfs <laughs> uh, Tesh basically sketches out this an irregular shape with the profile of an arrow with the tip cut off. At the broad base of the arrowhead this is the front of the building and here she draws a kind of what is kind of almost comically mundane a, a reception area. What's less mundane are the two security checks branching off from the reception area on either side. One for organics and one for machines. She also draws out a schematic that shows A large central lobby area, which seems to be a kind of a fusion mess hall and a training area. And in the training area, she draws a large skull and gives it a big forked tongue. And she taps it twice and says, I've never seen what they do there, but it seems very... There's always a lot of noise and screaming. So I tend to avoid it, just as a heads up. And then she carries on drawing. She draws out several labs off the sides of this central lobby area. And then she draws... Beyond the lab, she draws a locker room or armory type area and beyond it, a small space. And in this space, she draws a terrible picture of a human man and she taps it and she says, that's his
5: office. And behind his office, that's the door. So these two security checks, one for electronics? Yeah, they take
0: your stuff away from you and check it independently. Well, that might be a problem. Do
1: they scan you as you go in?
0: Not at reception. They have. Um, they just have a lion rabbit at reception. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they, they smell for drugs and contraband and stuff like that.
1: Smell.
0: Can they smell if something is not organic? I imagine so. They, they're they taught to indicate anything they think is strange. Right, okay. Um, I'm going to use some magic there.
2: Are there... Any other points of entrance you are aware of?
0: I, I don't know. I'm, I wish I could be more help with that, but I've, I'm have i just a technician. <laughs> I've never thought about heisting this place.
1: Shona, what's your animal handling?
4: Um, I don't think I actually have
1: that good animal handling. It's just Bugsy. Well, who's got the highest? Plus what one. <laughs> what I'm saying is that we could try something to do with that if it comes to it. Unless anyone's
4: proficient in it, I think the best would probably be Faraday or Lorelei. Plus five.
2: Honestly, if we could avoid going through reception, that would be best.
0: It looks like there's stairs, isn't there? So the way it works is when you go into the reception, you pass through the reception, and then you go behind the reception desk, and then you enter this spiral staircase. It goes around and down, and then when you're down below it, that's where everything else is. The reception is like the highest point of the building. The rest of it's all sunk beneath the anvil.
5: Why don't we just get someone to take us straight to Tev's office? They want us. This is true. We'll probably Wait. get taken to Teb, who wants a gloat.
2: They will take all our weapons and equipment off of us.
5: They're going to do that
2: anyway. I'm just saying we could consider looking, sneaking in via a side entrance.
1: I don't think there is one. I mean, it's... you it's know in a mountain. This was built, it's called Shomu's Armory, right? This is built as a very secure facility. Another thought occurs to me now that we have this map in
2: front
4: of us. Schlurp. Yeah? You could just teleport in. I mean, me and one other person could teleport in. I'm saying, in.
2: Have, it doesn't necessarily all us, but having someone bypassing the reception point could be useful.
4: I mean, I guess. I mean, it would need to be like me and whoever you think would be the best other person to come with.
1: They would notice, though, wouldn't they, that someone was just in the building? Not if we pick the room. We are, we've got a,
2: a map here. We can pick a less obvious room. I don't Storage? know,
0: we can materialize in a broom closet or something. Tesh rubs her hands together nervously and says, I could go ahead. I mean, I have to go there pretty much every day anyway. I, I could go ahead and like, I mean, I could text you if the room is empty so that you know that it would be okay. Are you N- sure? I, I don't think I've got much choice. I've, I've been stalling for four weeks about this bomb. I don't think I can stall much longer.
1: Well, that's very brave of you. That sounds like a good plan for getting at least two people in, but we do need to get all of us in.
2: Some of us can go through reception, absolutely, but having someone who can bypass some of the security checks, that could work to our advantage later.
3: Yeah, we could
1: give them all our weapons.
3: I'm thinking, Faraday, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you were saying something about volunteering to be a medoneer to go in.
5: I mean, they want medoneers.
3: And I can not make myself invisible, but I can make myself small. Frog in the bag.
5: Frog in the bag. And so that would just be quick. I'm sure we can pass you off as one.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. I'm down for that.
5: Dash, is there any
3: small local wildlife that you could show me a picture of? Oh, sure,
0: sure. Um, And she flips her comms unit around and brings up a picture of a a raven that looks a lot more reptilian and a bit like, it looks a little bit like if a rattlesnake was a raven and she goes, uh, these these things are everywhere. Or you could be a snake there's loads of snakes out in the desert Okay, so it would be Faraday and Crick
4: or Medineers Lorelei's a snake <laughs> Thank you for the demonstration <laughs> And me and Corel were trying to teleport in. I'm also going to take pictures of the facility with my camera head thing. Good so my, head, my head's just clicking. Is there any way for me to transfer that picture to like a comms device and send it to other people? As a PDF, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. So
0: you all get a ping.
1: No, no, we don't get a PDF, we get a PNG.
0: Send, <laughs> send from Schlurp's <laughs> face.
1: Page and gaze.
0: Schlurp's <laughs> face at schlurp.com. <laughs> <laughs> don't email me. <laughs>
2: Okay, I think we have a plan.
4: Yeah, Corral, uh, do you want me to like disguise you at all with magic, or are you happy using your own disguise stuff?
2: I think, honestly, I think the better thing is just not to be seen.
5: Can you disguise us though?
4: Uh, yeah, if, if the rest of you want disguises, that could that'll be fine.
5: Um, we're disguised. We're disguised. Let's go. Let's go. Let's so, go. Let's okay.
0: roll. What order are you doing this in? You want them to teleport after you're in? Before, I think. Or
5: before. Yeah,
1: before.
0: Okay. Well, I think Te- Tesh needs to go in, indicate when a room's clear, then we
4: teleport in, and then the rest
1: yeah. come
4: in. Mm. Okay.
1: That way, if something happens to go wrong with them, we're not in the building to get, you know, shot at.
0: Okay. Um, You prepare to head out. Tesh, like, makes a little breakfast for her kids, and I- she doesn't send them to daycare, I don't think. I think she sits them on the couch and holds their little hands and just says... Mum's going to be really busy today. You need to stay inside and you're not going to open the curtains and you can watch all of the NovaPix videos you want. And Jodie's like, yeah! And Tasha's like, oh, just don't go outside, okay, promise? And they nod and she goes, okay. And she kind of looks at you all and is like, okay, I'll see you soon. And she heads out the door. And I think... Half an hour passes and then
3: you get a ding on your phones. Well, Corel, it would seem that is time for a little boost. Yes.
2: So, Adam, just to check, how far away is the armory from where we are?
0: Very close. It's only like five, ten minutes away.
2: Okay, yeah, boost time.
0: Corel, you uncapped this liquid and you were hit by a really acrid smell. It smells almost like rotting meat. Ooh yum and iron <laughs> and... oh gross All <laughs> oh, right, right <laughs> is this the equivalent of just having something be bubblegum flavored correll's like ooh aged
1: <laughs> god correll are you gonna drink that yes
2: you humans don't have any sense of taste
0: <laughs> and oh, you drink dude. it and okay yeah let's go along this vein it's like it's like the Felton equivalent of a very aged cheese. It's very, Yum. very strong. Yeah, <laughs> oh my
1: God. Uh,
0: oh. <laughs> I think to the rest of you, this probably is quite gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is,
2: that is wonderfully complex. Can oh. you please
4: stop describing it?
0: Girl, <laughs> 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 it bubbles and then settles like warmly in your stomach and then like a couple seconds pass and then there's like a fizzing sensation almost like popping candy and your arms and legs start to kind of tingle and suddenly like it's not like you feel lighter because it's not counteracting gravity it's you feel stronger and more able to kind of push up against its effects like you feel so great you feel like you could throw a human across a room oh
1: ah, that's more like it but please don't
0: <laughs> right, let's go. Let us go.
1: Yep, let's go.
0: Yeah, let's go. Schlepp and Carell, uh, you head out first? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Corell?
2: Yes, definitely. Absolutely.
0: You head out into the morning. It is already warm, like stiflingly so. There's some clouds rolling in from the west and the air beneath them is rich and dank with moisture and it's very kind of it beads on your it beads on Corel's exoskeleton and on Schlepp on your metal plating and kind of rolls down your arms and legs as you head you head away from the scrapways to the narrows and round the bend of the central road and on your left you see Shomu's armory. This huge imposing rocky fortress that juts out the base of the anvil. At the front, it has these two large metal blast doors, which are open and have a guard either side of them in the corsair leather with the golden V. And yeah, what do you do?
2: Are we close enough? Are we close enough?
0: We probably want to go
4: somewhere like...
2: Yes, but are we close enough?
4: Um, y- yeah, it feels like it. I just
2: pull Schlurp into a side alley.
4: <laughs> I think Schlurf disguise is like... They're like a very, the most generic white man you can imagine, like grey suit, blonde hair. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Chloe checks their phone just to see if they've got any messages from Tesh. Storage is clear. Okay. Yeah. Let's go through the big purple doorway opens up.
0: Yeah. And then we, yeah. And then we step through. Uh, yeah you hear the kind of whistling roar as you step through dimension door and you come out the other side into a cramped not even a cramped storage room a sizable storage space with a very like a weirdly high ceiling for a storage room Uh, under your feet the floor is the floor is this kind of weird leathery texture um i think you think that it might have once been that typical Namazis spongy tile but has dried out over many centuries yeah you're in the storage room and Tesh, um, Tesh is not in the room, but there is like a little smiley face drawn on a whiteboard opposite you. Aww.
4: Aww. Um, I think I text the other saying we're in. I, te- oh, I take a selfie with the both of us.
0: <laughs> Chink.
2: Krell is just checking the room for anything that might be useful.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, investigation check, please. And
2: not with disadvantage now. Thank you, Boost. Yay. Investigation uh, 19.
0: Uh, with a 19, you explore this little storage room. It's piled high with boxes of bundled up copper coils and copper wires and copper wires and soldering irons and all sorts of things. Like there's an entire box of nails in here and, and like a box and, and a box of like things like wrenches and hammers and blow torches. Like it's a room which is clearly just piled <sighs> high with technicians and the work like the stuff technicians need to do the work they do here.
1: Right, time for you to transform, Lorelei.
3: Then I walk over to Faraday and I'm like, um, can you put your hands out? And I put my hands on her hands and they turn into a little snake. Laura Snake.
5: Okay, I'm going to put you in my bag now. I
3: sort of coil up and nod my head.
5: (laughs) Zip it up. I'll try not to be too bumpy. I hiss,
3: but you probably don't hear it because I'm tiny. (laughs)
0: What amazing audio. This going to be great. <laughs> Lorelei just hissing very quietly. Welcome
1: to the Junket Podcast.
0: <laughs> okay, so Lorelei is in the bag. Cricket Faraday, are you ready to roll?
1: Yeah, let's do this.
0: Let's do this. Okay, so you head out of the apartment and you trace Corel and, Far- uh, and Schlerp's footsteps round to the front of the anvil. Yeah, ahead of you is the blast door flanked by guards. What do you do? Um,
1: okay, Faraday, mm. you're the actual Medanir here, so why don't you take the lead on this? Uh, I have complete confidence in you.
5: Are you sure?
1: I'm very much sure. Okay. You are the captain, after all.
5: <laughs> in training? Yeah. Will you sign this off on my logbook?
1: Of course, yes.
5: Okay, okay, this is going to be fine. Yeah. We can pull this off. This and I'm can...
1: right here as well
5: okay um let's go let's go let's go go in you head
0: in uh uh, i'm gonna say that you don't need to roll a performance roll to get past the guards because i'm assuming you've been given medanir patches by slurps disguise spell yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah, well i have faraday already has one
0: yeah so you don't need to roll performance the guards are literally just there, like same day same old day Just like my all all my shifts are staring here while standing by this door. Um so you head into reception. Um you head into the reception area. Again you have this kind of leathery floor that might have once been spongy. Above your heads is a lamp which looks like a big saucer dish. And in front of you is a tall desk in metal with a very, very high stool behind it and a little araswati sitting behind the desk. And next to the Araswati's left elbow, you can see the rounded tips of two enormous fluffy ears.
5: Good morning. Good morning. How can I help you today? I would like to volunteer. We would like to volunteer.
0: For the medinet program, yes! Uh, we don't often get volunteers. How lovely.
5: Well, um, a friend said that the pay packet was good, and I always like a challenge, so... Okay, okay. Well, I'm afraid you are still
0: going to have to go through our security checks, and we will need to do a background check as well. That's fine. You are aware that by working with the Corsairs, you will not be sharing any of this information with any of our competitors on the pain of death. <laughs> <laughs> and that any any discoveries you might make will be copyrighted to our order. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, well, if you could... Hmm, I'm not sure if I've got an appointment right now, but you could wait just to the side for maybe, I don't know, an hour. We'll be able to get you down through security uh, and into an orientation appointment. I look at Crick. I help.
1: I lean over the uh, reception table.
0: The lion rabbit behind the table lifts its head and goes...
1: I lean back. <sighs>
0: Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, we don't approve of any, any kind of uh, leaning over the desk.
1: Noted. Listen, we're really good at what we do. And we really want to get started right away so we can do our best to help out uh, the Corsairs, and especially to help out um, Mr. Bickering. So is there any way that we could speed up that appointment? You know, maybe... Get in, you know, now or five minutes time. Could
4: you roll me persuasion?
1: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 13. Can I Ooh. use bless? Or the help or, action.
4: Or the help action. Or the help action.
1: What do you do
0: as the help action? Say some jargon. You could bribe them. <laughs> like that's always an option.
5: Yeah, I'll do that. I'll try and bribe them. <laughs> you get out
0: your credit chip. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's the help action is bribery. Okay, roll again, Crick.
1: 16! 16.
0: 16. Plus, yes. plus 7. 23. 23.
1: Okay, 23. So Thank you, Leonie.
0: There is a bribe involved, so just remember that. Um, the person eyes your credit chip, Faraday, and just goes, oh, well, and looks over at their monitor and then very obviously closes a tab and is like, well, there might be a space uh, available in the next five minutes. But, you know, it's quite difficult making some cancellations. People can get quite... Un- unhappy if i make a cancellation um i don't suppose you'd have anything that could help me compensate for their wasted time
1: well um, uh how much would you value their wasted time at
0: oh i couldn't possibly say chin hands the laraswati like rests the hand on the chin rest the chin on the hands and is like blinking at you
1: I have no idea what the local economy is like here. I don't know what's a lot of money or isn't. If I say five credits, they just slap me in the face and say, "What do I look like?"
5: Five hundred credits. Hmm. Five hundred credits.
0: How about six hundred credits?
1: Five fifty. Five
0: seventy-five. Five seventy-four. Five
4: seventy-five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Negotiating a bribe. Oh my God. The receptionist takes their own credit chip out of their breast pocket of their little jacket they're wearing and taps it on yours, Faraday. And there's a beep as the transaction goes through. And they kind of tap- turn back to their computer and tap away. And they go, Oh, look, an appointment's opened up. How wonderful. If you could just head down to the security check, that'd be wonderful. Um, blue check for your blasters or technical gear or anything like that, orange check for yourselves. And then they pause and they go, oh, you know, I am supposed to have Charles here. Do a quick uh, smell check before you go downstairs. It'll only take a minute. Do you mind? No.
1: No, not at all. Not at all.
0: Okay. And the lion rabbit gets up from behind the desk. Uh, it's wearing like leather armor and it like lumbers around and kind of shoves its nose against your hips and backs as it scents you. But I mean, there's nothing nothing weird to be smelled so it's okay and it heads back behind the desk and lies down again yeah so with that cleared do you head past the receptionist and down the stairs yeah can
2: Corell take a peek out the storage door room door
0: yeah of course A uh, perception check please
2: all right do i need to do a stealth check not to be noticed
0: uh yes you do Okay. There's no there's no window on the storage door, so you are having to crack Indeed. it open a little. So
2: stealth then perception, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, fourteen.
0: Uh, with a fourteen, you crack the door open and kind of bracing it against your palm so it doesn't squeal or anything. And you tilt your you kind of have to flatten the top of your long head against the door so you can get your head at an angle to look out. And you squint out, Corel, and you see that it's quite early morning, so. There's not too many people around. Uh, you think, I think you see a couple of the Corsairs, like a, a, a jumble of Ariswati and humans, and honestly, two Namazir are here as well, uh, just getting breakfast from the mess bar. I'll describe the place for a perception check. Uh, 16, so probably about the same. Okay, with a 16, you can see uh, some early, early risers, humans and Ariswati and Ara and Namazir in their Corsair jackets, getting breakfast from the mess hall. There's also some kind of commotion off to the right hand side, but you can't quite see because the door doesn't open that way. Um, but it, no one seems alarmed by it. So, no- knowing what Tesh said about there being a training area in this central area, like maybe someone's going up against a simulation or something like that. Okay. Um, off to the far left, past the mess hall, you can see this two this this kind of multiple story glass set of windows which goes onto that spiral staircase and as you look out you can see crick and faraday it's like like you can see two humans who you recognize you recognize their disguises um start down the staircase towards the security checks
2: okay i keep an eye on that
1: come listen to dice roll the gayest pathfinder podcast on the planet we ask the hard questions like is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote fake about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder Second Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. We've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check us out, and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling.
0: Crick and Faraday, you head downstairs, and you are met by—I'm going to say four or five Ariswati and a human, who are kind of very professional. Like they're not dressed like soldiers. One of them, one of them does have a blaster, but the rest of them are kind of dressed quite casually. And they're like directing you to put anything you have into trays and like your coats and your jackets and then they direct they direct the two of you um after taking your shoes away from you uh, through the orange checkpoint to go through a large scanner
1: feels like airport simulator
0: (laughs) yeah you go through the scanners obviously crick they they run you through the scanner and then they take you aside and scan you separately because if your arm so they have to run a metal detector across the rest of your body because your arm will set off the sensor, and then like they give you your shoes back and your coats back, and um, one of them says, "Yeah, yeah, it's been a while since we've had any new blood." Um, and then looks that 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 Ariswati looks at the security guard and then looks at you again and kind of mouths like, "Are you okay?" Uh, I nod, and the Araswati like nods and it like kind of taps themselves as just to be like, "Call me if you're in like call me if you need anything." and you are sent on your way out into the main lobby area.
1: Is that the area where the mess hall is?
0: Yeah, it's this large central area, which is half of a mess hall and half of a training area. It's very, very big and quite high-ceilinged and lit by large strips of artificial lighting. And there's like a fair bit of activity milling around in here, like a bunch of people are having breakfast. And from your angle, you can see a Namazir with a... Large uh, staff made out of hard light is going up against a simulation of some kind of three-headed monstrosity, and beyond that fight, you can see a doorway which goes through into what you know is the locker room and then Teb's office.
1: Uh, can I tell which room is the storage room?
0: Yeah, it has a sign on it saying "Maintenance and Storage."
1: Okay, so I, I pointed out to Faraday surreptitiously, uh, and I said, "So that's so that's where they are." What are our next steps, do you think?
5: All of us being together is probably going to attract more attention. Hmm. I guess just trust Karel and Shlurp to disable some of the security? Are they going to be expecting us at like an orientation or something?
1: I suppose we could ask. Sit down on the nearest mess table and find the nearest person to ask.
0: Uh, Yeah, you find a Namazir nearby. Uh, This Namazir is a kind of... Tealish color with orange markings and kind of looks up at you around a mouthful of, of fish in in like an alarm as you sit down nearby them
1: oh no don't worry we're we're just we're new um we just uh, we're medineer folks we just came in to volunteer uh, we were just wondering if there's some kind of induction we'd be expected to go to
0: oh uh freshly promoted yes 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 uh, exactly yeah yeah welcome to the club um you're here for orientation yeah it's a really informal affair um it's just a booklet you can get from from teb's office uh he's busy until like lunchtime with meetings by which i mean he's just calling people and shouting at them but i can i could take you through to get your booklet like by lunchtime-ish if that works for you ah
1: so the booklet's in teb's office
0: yeah yeah it's suppose he keeps the printer he's really possessive about people printing
1: That's... Oh, okay.
0: I mean, paper is expensive on this planet, but, like, it is irritating.
1: Well, that would be really lovely. Thank you so much. Ah, you're welcome. You're welcome. My name's uh, Richard, by the way. Nice
0: (laughs) to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you, too. And the Nemesis shakes your hand and then kind of remembers they haven't told you their name and says, Oh, my name's...
1: Ah." (laughs) Sorry, I didn't... You have a
4: list.
0: I know you have a list. That's why you have a
1: list. I'm sorry.
0: Uh... My name is Telvis. It's lovely to meet you. I sound a little bit like Mandarth from Dexter Lab. <laughs>
3: <Crab. laughs>
5: <laughs> oh my god. Um, you freshly promoted as well, yeah? Um, yeah. And once we open the door, we, we
0: leave, we get to go home. Oh, you're working on the door. I'm working on the gun stuff. What's the gun stuff? Oh, you know, weaponry for Teb and his maniacal desires. You're very, um,
1: forthright in what you think.
0: I've been here for five months and there's no Netflix down here. I'm really... After a while, you just stop caring about boundaries. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, have no, I have no Netflix and now I'm feral. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now I'm a giant feral amphibian. And the idea that... Netflix, a company from Earth, which was one of the last civilizations to join the galaxy, has proliferated throughout the whole galaxy. Very funny. there
2: There was no other video streaming services competing in the Maelstrom market.
1: Okay, so, now talking to Faraday away from the... Okay, so, we wait till lunch and they will take us into his office so that gets us in what about the others do you think you think they could sneak in
3: do i
1: oh, how are you going to communicate with shit, us
3: how can i communicate to faraday that i want to go over to storage because if i go over to storage i can cross paths without a
5: trace oh, oh yeah that's true
1: oh what if do you think we would know that do you think that faraday would
5: well, we need to go pick I, up our stuff. You do need I, to pick up your
1: stuff. We do. We need to get to storage somehow anyway, right? Mm. So, Schlurp. Yes. You've got all the stuff.
2: I have lo- I have so much stuff. Right. So you need to stay here to make sure they can come and get the stuff, right? The stuff. What I'm thinking is you stay here with the stuff.
4: <laughs> the stuff.
2: The stuff. And I go do a little bit of sneaking in some of the other rooms. So that's what I'm going to do. Is that all right? Hmm.
4: Yes. Um. Uh, I guess that's all right for the time being. Um. Do you want help with anything? Um. I can. No, I'm good. I'm good. No, no magic boost. You. You. You're good. Um. I. I mean. I.
2: I feel quite boosted as it is. But if you have. Okay. A sub- I think I am just expect- going to place a
4: hand on this shoulder, just like. Okay. I, you know you can do this. Um. But I am going to cast an enhance ability. Um. And I'm going to do that on. <laughs> Whichever it helps you stealth and sneak, which is probably dexterity. Yes, yeah, so a cat's, cat's grace. grace. So I'm going to cast cat's grace on you, just on your shoulders. Oh, so like. Why does that
3: work again? You just get advantage. So You get
4: advantage on dexterity checks, and apparently you can't take falling damage. But that's not going to be <laughs> hopefully not going to be helpful. Correl, you feel even
3: better. <laughs> yes,
4: yes, that is good.
2: <laughs> wow. Mm. Right. Yes, I I can do this.
4: <laughs> yes, you can. You can do this. Yes,
2: and Grell is going to stealth out the door and head to their right to the sort of unmarked room.
4: <laughs> I hope I'm not left in a room by myself for too long. Um, <laughs> I um, might set things on fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. that's that we'll just like fiddle with something, just like whoops, I broke it. Um, that's a
2: a dirty twenty. On okay,
0: with the dirty 20, this is what happens. Karel, you open the door on Crick and Faraday, who kind of look at you blankly, and then you kind of nod your head at them, Shh. duck past them. <laughs> you nod your head at them, duck past them, and scuttle off to the next room to the right. Is this like the equivalent to just having too much caffeine?
1: A little bit, but it's very fun. <laughs> I feel as if something passed by us.
0: You definitely saw Corell because you were right in front of them. Um, you two can like probably grab the door before it shuts. But Corell, yeah, you head into that next room, which is...
2: Unlocked?
0: Uh, ooh! Yes, it is unlocked.
2: I don't take time, I just get in and close the door behind me. Can't afford to be seen.
3: Okay,
1: um...
2: I'm in the room, with the door closed.
1: Mm-hmm. What's there? Corell? what have you done? I
2: don't know, and I can't wait to find out.
0: <laughs> good lord ahem <clears throat> hello
2: I turn around
0: uh, you see a very severe looking Ariswati with like deep wrinkles uh, holding a broom oh hello I think you'll find that this room is currently being cleaned
2: I see sorry I knew
0: I can tell I've not seen a to here before Are you a... uh, a, Are you a metanir? No. Oh. Oh, my God. Well, I'll have to... Could I ask what
2: this room is when it's not being cleaned? Uh, could you roll (laughs) me...
1: (laughs) (laughs) So many layers here. Could you
4: roll me a persuasion roll? Okay. With disadvantage. Should... Why did I let them go off on their own?
1: <sighs>
2: yeah. Oh. Cr- oh crap! I rolled
4: disadvantage. I rolled a natural one. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh oh god! It knows every time. We wait, have to.
0: Wait, I know fucking exactly what happens. My, guys. Was a, my thing was on <laughs> decks. Not, not charisma. Oh. The Araswati, like makes to set the broom against the wall and turns, and they go to set the broom against the wall uh, directly up, like over a poster of the space squad. And as they kind of put the broom there, they stare at the poster. I
2: pull out my... My dagger and tried to knock her out with the butt.
0: Oh fuck! <laughs> what
4: else am I supposed to do at this point? No, it's fair. Perhaps, Perhaps we had a
0: plan! Well, I was like, I don't
5: need a disguise, Sorry, it's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you're knocking out the janitor! Bl- oh my god. Roll me, <laughs> roll to attack this poor old lady. Oh
2: no. I suppose this would be a surprise, wouldn't it? Yes. So I'd get, I'd get sneak attack damage.
0: This
1: is literally a civilian. <laughs>
2: Um, so I'm going to be doing it non-lethal, obviously. Yeah, cool. She has like three hit points. So that's uh twenty-four to hit.
0: Yeah, that's going to do it
2: against a civilian janitor. Does does five non-lethal damage knock her out? Yeah, she's gone. All right, she's just knocked out. Uh, her
0: broom slides down the wall.
2: Okay, I'd I just put her in a in a corner behind some stuff, and I'm going to actually take a look around the room to see what there is.
4: Real <laughs> me investigation oh, this poor woman
2: natural 20 <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow
5: <laughs>
1: perfect of
0: course oh my god okay so you investigate this room it's literally just like it looks like it was a lab maybe and something happened in here because there are like um acid stain a- like burn marks on the floor which might be from acid and there's a disconnected gas tap and the pipe for it looks kind of charred. But, like, there's no indication of, like... Like, it just looks like someone was doing some science and it went a bit awry. And this woman's been kind of tasked with cleaning up the mess.
2: So nothing really of interest in this room.
0: Nothing really of interest Except in this room. There's a poor room.
1: janitor. There's some, like... Just...
0: There's, like a, there's, like, a group photo of some people here in front of... Standing in front of the anvil. There is, a, like, there are a bunch of Araswati in this picture. Uh, like, two Namazir and a couple of humans. Um, you don't recognise anyone in this picture except for one person, an Araswati standing front and centre, um, wearing a pointy-shouldered black cape, like a capelet, um, a necklace which looks a bit like a choker, a little ankle, like black ankle leg warmers, like gothy high, like gothy leg warmers. And fingerless gloves, and you recognise this Ariswati and her smirk as being Tali Goldenhorn.
2: Yeah. Um, right, so Corell is going to take a moment to cover that poster back up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, you cover the poster.
2: And I think they're going to softishly head back out the room with the intention of going further
0: to the right. Oh, my God. While you're doing that, we're going to flip to everybody else, yeah. if that's okay. Yeah. Cool. Everybody else, you are reconvening in the storage room. I think as you come and you see, like,
4: Shlurp, someone so has to find a blowtorch, and is very nearly about to set something off. i just like, ooh.
1: up! no, <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. you're here. No.
0: I, I got bored no. gr- gr- growing off. No. What, Through the wall, you hear a muffled, ah, and then thump.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, God.
1: Well, that's going well. <laughs> well, Laura uh, Lee, do you want to come out?
3: I slither my way out, get get on Leon, Leonie's, get on Faraday's arm, and I'm like sort of air butting. Go to the ground, go to the ground. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just gonna fall. Donk. Okay,
5: I go to the ground, like try and place you carefully.
3: I slither off and I turn back into an Araswati, and I'm like, okay, so. We could wait till lunchtime, or I could pass without a trace and then we could go up and do it now.
1: Mm. Oh, because all of us would be able to sneak, right, mm. yeah. Well, I mean, the door's probably locked.
5: I know, except
3: we can knock and he'll be like, go oh, away, go away, I'm a pissy McPisserson. <laughs>
5: <laughs> what if
4: I did some, what if I did some bluffing?
3: Because you, you... Uh, you currently look like a generic white man.
1: Yes. Oh <laughs> and, uh, God, the most as,
3: generic of white men.
1: As we all know, um, generic white men can get anything they want in the world. I mean, you have you got two,
5: you got two generic white men in that case. Maybe That's you could true, be Craig. business partners who want to offer so him like, an investment.
3: Hi, I've come down. I thought we had the meeting was today. I
4: can I can f- figure something out. Okay. Um. So he's trying to get he's trying to get into a big door. Um,
3: doorbells. You're a locksmith.
0: I re- oh my god, guys! <laughs> <laughs> I re- doorbells. <laughs> locksmith. Just, just
3: say,
4: okay. say you. Wait a second. He's interested in. He's interested in, in building a bomb, right?
3: Yeah. What? No, you are not being a bomb. Tech, you're not going to be right? an
1: arms dealer. I'm sorry.
3: Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's Look, fair. No,
1: we have two.
3: You're a high tech locksmith. There we go. What?
1: Well, <laughs> okay. Okay, I appreciate the effort, but we have two possible ways of getting in. We wait for that person to guide us in while you three sneak in using Pass Without a Trace. Uh, Or we go now, all of us, with Pass Without a Trace. And I think those are the best two options. Which one of those do you guys think sounds best? What about you, Faraday? We've kind of been talking a lot.
5: Well, maybe. Shlerp could be... Someone from the Corsairs who wants to defect from Tali's operations. If he's been kicked out by Tali, he's going to want some sort of revenge, right? I mean, Laurelay, you might have some information on Tali that might enable him to believe us. You could say you know where we are. Ooh. You could bring us in. Or you could have spotted us sneaking around. I think, perhaps,
3: Sherp goes in as Angus. There we go. That's a human name. Angus McSmith. <laughs> Angus McSmith? The locksmith.
4: Angus McSmith, Corsair Defector, and I say, and I say, saw so, so you guys sneaking around? Maybe just seen us in the city? I know your location. Mm. I mean, if anything, I could just be a distraction while you go off and do other stuff.
3: That's true. Or we could just pass without a trace, us two, find Corral, and make them sit down and wait until lunchtime. How long is it till
5: lunchtime?
3: Two hours?
0: Yeah, what, what what time of day is it? It's quite early in the morning,
5: so it's probably, it's probably only like, oh. it's probably before nine. Also, it's probably worth thinking, what is our end goal here? Once we end up talking to Teb. Well, it
3: doesn't seem like anyone here likes him. So once he's out of the picture, probably no one's going to put up much of a fight.
4: But how do we get him out of the picture?
1: Bang, bang.
5: Magic and pain. But this isn't just about Teb. We need to find Zuzu's place, which is the door. So right now, we've got no way of getting through that door. Maybe we should try the labs. If they've been trying to get in there anyway, they're going to have loads of information on what it is and what they've already tried.
0: As they're kind of talking about going into the other labs and other rooms, Corel, you're about to go into another room. (laughs) Can I take a stealth check for you to prowl into the next room?
2: By all means. Uh, that's twenty-two.
0: Uh you can see a tall Namazir facing off against a projection of made from hard light with little whirling hexagonal metal panels inside itself, forming like a three-headed serpentine creature, and each head is like opens its mouth and like beams out a, a like a, a whirling cone of a different colour. Uh the Namazir is flagging very badly.
2: Alright, so I'm gonna sneak into this room.
0: There's no clearing of the throat this time. There's like um, two desks to your right with little stool chairs and to your left a large wall of shelves um, absolutely crammed with um, lever arch files which have like stickers with names written on them and like dates and stuff like that. And to the right uh, there is one empty desk closest to you but the furthest away does have an Ariswati sat at the desk. With little headphones on and they seem to be like engrossed in their screen. They have not noticed you enter.
2: Okay, I'm gonna take a look at these um these files.
0: Okay, roll me investigation.
2: Uh it's twenty-one.
0: With a twenty-one? You investigate these files. There's like a whole shelf of employee records, which seems to cover different people who've worked for the Corsairs in this area and like informants and useful information like that. There's like a shelf for blueprints and stuff like that. There's also a section which is specifically records of the the Medanis that are working here, air quotes around working, um, including like a a file that presumably like has, presumably there's a file there for Tesh as well. Yeah, I want to look
2: for the Tesh's file.
0: Okay, I'll carry that roll forwards and say that you do find it. Um, close, on the on the far side of the room, you find a file for Tesh.
2: I'm gonna take a quick skim read.
0: Okay, you pull it out. Uh Tesh's file is in bright bright green. Uh, it's a fairly hefty file. She's done. As you flip through it, you kind of see that she is indeed around forty years old. Uh, she is a trained AI technician. She cut her teeth in, on, back on the homeworld Sarasa before heading off world when she got more interested in AIs. It looks like she tried to do some work on The Expanse, which is a space station out near the human worlds, which is quite infamous for being a place AI technicians kind of go to. Like, pre the dissolution of the Kansia it was very hard to work on AI stuff in most of the trade galaxy. So a lot of AI technicians would head out to human space where it wasn't really as forbidden okay. and do it there. You also have some personal notes on, like on her kids, including location and times her kids go to her daycare and some uh, surveillance photos creepy. which are really creepy mm. which are really creepy and as well uh, it says she has no surviving family but underneath family it lists a name that makes you probably have quite a startled reaction go on it lists the father as
1: Suresh oh my god I
3: might have a flesh sibling I have a flesh sibling and Flash nibblings!
4: Oh my god!
2: <laughs> I put the file, you mentioned blueprints. Yes. Are there any bomb schematics or things? Do I get an idea of how they're going, planning to go about blowing this door up exactly?
0: I think there's several files on various ways they've attempted to get through the door. A few things become apparent, Corral. Um When they've used magic to try and destroy the door, the door has absorbed the magic, or rejected the magic outright. When they've tried to teleport through the door, people have either disappeared forever or come back on the verge of death. Oh, Christ. And when they've tried to blow up the door in the past, the, the door has, has shaken, but it's as if the door isn't But um, So they've tried bombs, magic, and teleportation.
2: And none of that's worked for various reasons. None
0: of that has worked. All right,
2: well... I put that away, and I am going. I think at this point I'm going to head back to storage. That's eleven.
0: Mm, okay, you head through this lobby, kind of like a. I think you're you're a little bit reeling from what you've like discovered, both about Tesh and the various blueprints. Like they've tried a lot of things on this door. They've really had a go at it, so I think you're a bit distracted as you head back through the main lobby to the storage space, and I feel like... What's your passive perception, Corral? My
2: passive perception is 14.
0: hmm I feel like you think for a second maybe someone saw you, but then you enter storage, and you're kind of like, hmm, I'm not sure if someone saw me, but I think it's okay.
2: Okay, I, I come in, I believe at least surreptitiously, back into storage.
4: Oh, Hello hello um i heard a noise from the other room was
2: it's fine it's fine
4: okay then it's
2: fine i think it's fine
4: i think
1: yeah what do you guys think
4: i think it's fine i
1: think it's fine it's fine inside check (laughs) inside check 18 (laughs) Corell thinks it's It's fine (laughs) oh my my god (laughs) find anything interesting
2: Yes, actually. And I relay the information about the door, but not about um, parentage.
4: That's
1: fair. Oh. <laughs> I'm
4: not just like, oh yeah, you might have a sibling. What? Time it's, to do a mission. It's just,
1: yeah, it's just <laughs> oh, it's not God. the time. <laughs> so I outline to Corel what our situation is. And our plan at the moment is to wait until lunchtime and be. Uh, and me and Faraday will be led into. Teb's office and everyone else will sneak behind us past without a trace uh, and then we'll all be in the office together
0: there's a knock on the door Hey, it's Paige Dolby evans your Game Master, host, and resident dog person. I just wanted to say that the Junket podcast wouldn't be possible without the talents of the lovely people behind the characters. That's my wife Leonie as Dr. Faraday Zenith-Lewis, Duncan as Carell, Elle as Captain Mitchell Crick, Shona as Schlurp, and Jess as Wide Widewanderer. Our show is powered by a modified version of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. To learn about the custom rulings, mechanics, and aliens that make our game possible, you can visit our website, thejunketpodcast.com, or just ask us on Twitter at thejunketpod. Lastly, if you're both willing and able, you could support the show over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash thejunketpodcast. That's all from me. See you in a fortnight.